say thank you, Father. Father, we ask that you keep us, Father God. Keep us from all hurt on the danger, Father God. Keep us, Father God. Keep us from all destruction, Father God. Keep us in the name of Jesus, Father. Thank you, Father God, for your bountiful blessing. I'm asking that you touch every everybody that's tuning in right now in the name of Jesus. Touch their mind in the name of Jesus. I'm asking, Father God, that we plead their blood over, over their ear gates, over their eye gates, over their heart gates, and over their mind gates in the name of Jesus. Father God, protect all gates, Father God, by, by the blessings of Abraham. Father, you said that we will possess the gates of our enemies, Father God. And right now we stand. We stand on the word, Father God. We will possess. No, we, we are possessing the gates of our enemies in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome, welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. Mount Moriah and Facebook friends and, and family. We have, a, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, I'm coming from two books consider the book of books of wisdom, but the, the Bible totally is a book of wisdom. But I'll be coming from Ecclesiastes and I'll be coming from Proverbs. But I want to share I want to share this with you. This was symbolism. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. I, I have this cup right here. There's this cup here. When you have this cup and water is poured into it, the water or the liquid of injustice the liquid of poor education system, the liquid of uh, 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 civil rights, the liquid of the virus, and the liquid of injustice again. And all of a sudden, these same issues are being poured into this cup, and this cup starts to fill. Now all of a sudden, this cup fills to the brim. But yet these issues steadily are being poured into this cup. But all of a sudden, when the cup is full and, and things are, are pouring over and issues, unresolved issues are pouring over the cup, the cup is easier to knock down. When the cup is knocked down, everything that was in the cup saturates everything that surrounds it. It's not one particular issue. It's multiple issues that are going on. And it's almost like a volcano. Before the volcano erupts, you see the steam from the volcano. That's how the people know that it's the season that the volcano is about to erupt because you see the steam coming from the, the volcano and all of a sudden the news broadcasters say the volcano is active because they see the steam coming from it. They see how hot it's becoming and they tell people you're going to have to get to a higher ground or, or move out of the way or, or get to another location because the volcano is about to erupt. I'm not blind people of God to, to see the, the things that are that are going on in our nation. I'm not blind. I'm not blind. I see I see everything that's going on. But but 
this evening I'm speaking directly to the body of Christ. I'm talking to those who are fully persuaded in the faith. Notice what I said, fully persuaded in the faith. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 29 and 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. This is no secret with what's going on in, in, in our nation. This is no secret. We all see it with our eyes. But as leaders, this is especially for the leaders, we have to be careful what we say. We, we feel the emotion. We feel the aggravation. We feel the frustration. We feel the anger. But as leaders, we have to be mindful to keep our heads and our mind in the word of God. Paul tells Tim Timothy, a man that is in walk, he does not entangle himself in civilian matters, but he listens to the officer who employed him. But here is to say, when an injustice is going on, it's not meant for us not to say anything. Yes, it's made for us to to, to speak out and use our voice. But there's a word I'm going to use this evening. That every Christian should stand on. That every Christian should, it should be a word that every time they say something and every time they, they do something, every action is followed by this word and that word is integrity. See, this word separates us from the world. Integrity and honor. The Lord tells us in Psalms that he created us a little lower than the angels and crowned us with honor and glory. Not, not our honor, but his honor and his glory. So I don't want to do anything to shame my father. I don't want to do anything to shame my father. We have to understand that the actions that we take when we call ourselves children of God, we have to be mindful. Because the world is looking at us and see what we do. I saw something that was that drew my attention. I believe it was a, a couple of days ago. This happened in New Orleans and then, and I saw people, I believe it was at St. Louis Cathedral. They were all bending down and praying to God. No color barrier, barely social distance. Yes, they had masks on, but they saw a need. Everybody that was walking up, and it was almost contagious. When they saw other people praying, they joined in and prayed too. You see, when you're doing the things of God, it's called a gathering anointing. When you're doing things of God, it's called gathering. You gather for the will of God. You, you're praying for, to God to heal the land. You, you're praying for God to move. And like I said before, people of God, nothing happens until the people of God start praying. Nothing happens until the people of God start praying. 
And this would happen. It, 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 and, the, and the people were, were praying and, and honestly praying. And I, and I say, glory to God. And just like I said uh, uh, last week through the power of the Holy Spirit, this was the ecclesia. This is, was a representation of the church, not an edifice, but the people coming together for a resolution and a problem. Just imagine if everybody who's protesting for this injustice and everybody who's, who's rioting right now would take a knee or take a knee and pray to God to heal the land. Thousands of people. Thousands of people praying to the Most High God. We can't forget the supremacy of God. We can't forget the sovereign rulership of God. No matter what happens, God, our Father, is still in control. He's still in control, people of God. And today I want to say in, in Ecclesiastes 10 and 10, it says, if the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength, but wisdom brings success. Right now, as a whole, we're using a dull axe. We're using a, a dull axe. Our axe has to be sharpened. And then if we go to Proverbs 27, 17, it says, Iron sharpens iron. One man sharpens the countenance of his brother or his friend. So how are we sharpening one another? How are we sharpening one another? We, we ask the question, am I, my, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But she is the the body of Christ, we have to come together. We have to come together. We have to move. We have to move. We have to move. When things are going on in our community, when things are going on in our nation, and things are going on in our society, this is when the church is supposed to stand up and represent who they are. This is when the church is supposed to stand up and represent who they are. Because if the world has no guidance, where are they going to get guidance from when there's no teaching? The thing about Paul, Paul and Timothy, I'm going to say this. The thing about Paul and Timothy, see, Paul, we have to understand the background of Paul. Paul was a soldier before he got into the ministry of the apostle. Nine times out of ten, Paul started his military profession when he was a teenager until the right age of a, a, a middle-aged man. But yet Paul knew how to take instructions. He knew how to follow directions. He knew what integrity was all about. Even though he was going against the Christians, he thought what he was doing was right. He was following orders. But to see, the Lord has to give him a new vision. And I'm asking right now, I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus, everybody out there that's doing the mischievous deed of the devil, I pray to God that God gives them a new vision in the name of Jesus. Change their mentality. Take the scales off of their eyes. Father, I'm asking you to show them 
who you are. Or that the world has forgotten who you are. The world has forgotten the power that you hold. The world has forgotten what you have done for us. The world has forgotten that you, you created us. Father, we ask that you show them who you are. And we praying as the body of Christ. Father, we need a move right now in the name of Jesus. Father, every principality of destruction, as the body of Christ, we push it back in the name of Jesus. Every mischievous spirit, we push it back in the name of Jesus. Every principality, we push it back in the name of Jesus. Father God, we plead the blood of our city. We plead the blood over our city in the name of Jesus. Father, loose your angels and put a, a firewall around the city of New Orleans. We rebuke destruction in the name of Jesus. Body of Christ, we have to learn how to stand up in our authority. Because when enough is enough, when enough is enough, we need people to stand up, people of God to stand up. The Lord is not going to send his child in the middle of chaos and not give him what he needs and the tools that he needs to demonstrate his power. The Lord will not do it. But I see right now, instead of trying to go back to things as normal in our church, we should be meeting on our city, meeting on our nation. The Lord says, and we in this time again, who are going to, who's going to stand in the gap for my people so I don't have to destroy them? Who's going to stand in the gap? Who is going to stand in the gap for the people? Because right now the people are enraged. The people are angry. The people are upset. But without a leader, without a shepherd, the people are lost. We have to feel a sense of compassion when we see people out here doing things that they're doing, destroying their own community. We have to remember that our father is not the author of confusion. He is not the author of confusion. So if God is not the author, who is the author of this confusion? We have to stand up, body of Christ. These are for the, the people of the ecclesia, the ones that's fully persuaded. Because in this season, the Father is raising up men and women of God to stand in the gap for his people. The Lord is sending us to go and speak to his people, to talk to his people. Yes, we've been suffering injustices for 460 years. We've been ill-treated. But my father said, we have to rely on the biblical word of God. Vengeance is for the Lord. We pray for our enemies. Out of my shoe. We pray for our enemies. Because when we are good to our enemies, and we pray for our enemies, it's almost like heaping coals of fire upon their head. But when we have rebellious and anger in our hearts, the Lord cannot use us. We have to be mindful 
that some of our leaders are in a political mindset to where they don't want to say the wrong thing. But you're not saying the wrong thing as long as you speak the word of God. You're not saying the wrong thing as long as you speak the word of God. Iron sharpens iron. See, we truly understand what people are. It, growing up, when I was in the world and I was doing worldly things, I, I got in a little, little trouble. We automatically then, when we got in trouble, knew who your friends were. We knew who the people was going to stand up for our, for our beliefs and the people who are going to stand up and have our back when we in a dark alley. Because if we in a dark alley and, and then I got a, a crowd of people against me, or you're going to stand back to back with me and, and fight with me, or you're going to flee. Yeah, as, as, as men of God and, and women of God, it is time for us to rise up and use our voice. Use our voice. Use what God has given us. But I'm going to ask this question. If you're not sure what God has given you, how can you use it? That's all it is say. We have to understand who we are in Christ. We have to understand who we are in Christ and the grace that he's given us. If you don't know, we need to find out and pray. You need to pray and ask God, God, what you want me to do? Father, how, how do you want me to handle this situation? Father, what do you want me to do? Because we're going back. The same thing that we were doing then, we, we're doing now. See, God went to, Jesus went to the people. Jesus didn't want to talk to the people. Jesus talked to the people. He didn't go in a, in a synagogue and just talk to the people in the synagogue. Jesus went out and talked to the people. And if we're going to be doers, and followers and disciples of Jesus, it will make sense to me to follow the things that Jesus did. The first thing we say is, oh, I'm going to let them do them. And then I'm going to set up church right here. We're going to have church right here. But what God wants us to do, what God wants us to get involved. He wants us to teach the people. He wants us to show the people there's a better way. Right now, people are in the matters Paul called shipwreck. Paul used the word shipwreck. Shipwreck means, if you want to use your spiritual imagination, if I go in the direction or guide the ship in the direction I want to go in, and all of a sudden I hit a rock that's in the sea, or I hit, a, hit something that's in the sea, and I become shipwrecked, I'm stuck at that location. Now, what else am I going to do? Because the reason why I didn't let the Father guide the ship. I didn't let the God, I didn't let the Father guide the ship. I didn't let the Lord guide the ship. Because if the, the Lord would have guided my ship, he would have navigated me through every opposition. He would have navigated me through all the times I could have crashed. He would have navigated me, but right now our people are in the point where they're shipwrecked. They don't know what else to do. So we go back to the point now and say, after this, what after this? What is it after this? We can't keep on going like we're going now. So what is it after this? The one thing that I admire 
multiple things that I admire about the civil rights leaders of the past is that they organized. They organized and executed. See, to organize, you have to think. To organize, you have to strategize. See, the enemy doesn't want you to think. The enemy doesn't want you to use your mind. The enemy just wants you to be impulsive and react. We have to understand that the enemy is the accuser and what he wants to do is spread division and spread turmoil. That's what the enemy wants to do. Like Jesus told Paul, Jesus told Peter, you live by the sword die by the sword. But if we all die, who's going to be there to teach the next generation of men and women? Who's going to teach them? Somebody had to survive. Even in times of slavery, somebody had to survive to be able to teach. Somebody had to share the story. Somebody had to be the pioneer. Yes, there's a time and season for everything. But people of God, we have to get organized. We have to get organized in the kingdom of God. We have to strategize within the kingdom of God. We've been given principles and we've been given guidelines, but the first thing we need to understand and follow is instruction. We need to follow instruction. It's impossible for me to sit here and be a man of God and not speak about injustice or try to speak to the people about how to handle the situation better. Iron sharpens iron. That's the only way we can sharpen the dull axe. Sometimes when you're sharpening iron against another, it causes friction. It causes friction and sometimes it heats up. But we have to know it's all done out of love. The Lord is saying, body of Christ, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to move. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. We have to, we have to understand in chaotic situations, we are not supposed to be a part of the chaos, but we're supposed to bring the peace. We're not supposed to be in the midst of chaos, but we're supposed to bring the peace. Something that started out so peaceful has become so chaotic. Because why? The enemy has so tense. Among the weak. But when we organize and when we strategize, this will separate the weak from the chat. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, we need you. We ask for your guidance and we ask for your instructions. 
Father God, give the body of Christ the power that we need, Father God, to make a difference in this nation, to make a difference in this city, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking, Father God, to empower us. Empower us in the name of Jesus. Father God, those that are that are afraid to step up, Father God, give them the spiritual boldness that they need, Father God, to declare your word in the name of Jesus. Father God, stir up the gift in the body of Christ in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, let them stand up. Father God, you said that when we've done all we can do, all we can do is stand in the name of Jesus. Have us to stand on your word. Father God, we said the word, the word is your sword. The word is our sword, Father God. Father God, help us and guide us, Father. Father God, we bind every spiritual host of wickedness right now in the name of Jesus. We bind every satanic personality. We bind every demonic frequency right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare and decree right now we will possess the gates of our enemy. We will possess the gates of our enemy in the name of Jesus. People of God, stand up in the name of Jesus and declare who you are to Satan in the name of Jesus. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. You have no authority over our life. You have no authority over our destiny in the name of Jesus. Satan, I bind your principality. I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I bind rulers of darkness in the name of Jesus. Every imp of Satan. Catch fire. Catch fire from God in the name of Jesus. Catch fire, every witch and every warlock in the name of Jesus. Catch the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Father, place a hedge of protection around your people. Place a hedge of protection around your people, Father God. Give us what we need, Father God, to do your will. In Christ Jesus' mighty name.